temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Bye-bye. Tripping. I'm out of here anyway. Top of the hour is being brought to you by Northwestern Basketball, Chicago's Big Ten team. Join Coach Collins and the Cats at Welsh Ryan Arena on Tuesday, February 22nd for a special Tuesday promotion. All tickets are 22 bucks. Buy now at nusports.com. And transition is being brought to you by Amy Kite of Keller Williams Realty Infinity. One guy didn't want to brave the snow yesterday. The other guy won't pick you up from the airport. They're <laughs> Parkins and Spiegel. You oh, know, boys. that's right. You know, this morning I picked my wife up from the airport because her flight was canceled yesterday after she spent an hour on the tarmac in uh, Minnesota. That's always fun, did right? She, did she have to stay at the airport? Because I always hate that. Like, that's the worst possible scenario. Where you got to sleep over at the yeah. airport? No. Um, no, she went back to a hotel. Good I, for I, her. I've never had to do that. Have, have you guys ever had to do yes. that? We sleep over at the airport? Yes. Oh, that's unfortunate. I, I don't think I've ever slept at an airport, but, you know... Plenty of terrible travel stories, man. When we were leaving the Super Bowl in Arizona in 2014, we made the huge mistake of flying Spirit Air, and they <laughs> they canceled. We did the week of shows Monday through Friday, went out Friday night, and had like a yeah, you know, first flight out Saturday morning. So which, we're all- which is actually a great strategy. Oh, except you're a, a drunk still or no, no, but, but I mean, like you're getting out of the Super Bowl city before the Super Bowl. Correct. That, and, and they were we didn't have tickets or press passes to to go to the game, so that was our only option. Uh, and so it's like six a.m. We're at the Phoenix Airport, Spirit Airlines. Uh, your flight is canceled. Cool. Put us on the next one from Phoenix to Kansas City. No problem. That'll be Friday afternoon. What? Six days later was the next flight that they were willing to get us out. I was like, I was like, I. And you, so, you mean you, you mean Saturday afternoon, right? They're like, they're like Friday afternoon. I'm like, man, you know it's Saturday, right? You know now, we're gonna right? send you back in time to yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it was so confusing. So you stayed in the airport for six days. That, well, I know. I called my boss and we and demanded that we book flights on another airline, that's, and, that's and we got out of there. So you know, terrible travel stories. But I don't think I've ever actually slept in an airport. Lawrence, you, you end up in the in the late night situation or a snowed in situation, yeah. where your first flight option is then. The first flight out 
So it's like, do I go back? Do I fight through snow? This happened to me in Pittsburgh. <laughs> do do I fight through the snow to go sleep for two hours, knowing that I then have to come back here? Do security again. Do, go through security the whole nine yards, or do I just find a quiet space and just do that? And I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they really don't want you to do that. Like it's the, unsafe. It, I un- completely understand well, why they don't not, want you to do that. I, I know, but but not only that, like they make sure that there is no area set up for potential comfort yeah. like that. Like there's nowhere that you can lie down. Like it's like that you got a bar between seats in every single spot. Yeah, it's like public park benches now, where like they don't they don't want you to sleep there and, and take yes. up camp. Yeah, a, but- a couple places have some nice like occasionally like the yoga room is unlocked or something like that. Yoga can, room. Yeah, there's airports that have like places where you can do yoga. See, this I always thought that it'd be a great place I feel like to like Midway has a yoga room. There ought to be movie theaters. At airports. That's a good call. That would be great. Right? They, they ought to have movie theaters with recliners and stuff because sometimes people end up there for hours at a time. Yeah. It's a long, long held thought. You know, one day all my ideas are just going to come to fruition. <laughs> There'll yeah, be a passenger yeah. seat buffet. There'll be a dumpling truck with dumplings of the world. Everybody will be happy. Midway has a yoga room. And you can go in there and you can really? go do your stuff. I don't know. With the COVID rules, it might be a little different. But Do we all have to wear yoga pants when we go in there? Hey, if you got them, wear them. Uh, do they it. provide yoga mats? I would imagine that there's mats in there. Yoga But there would be if I was. At huh? Midway Airports. Hey? <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. that? A, yoga, a tranquil no space located in Concourse C. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of airports have something like this where there's a a quiet room to be in. You know, I, huh. I have you ever been in a, in an American Airlines VIP club setting? No, I'm not fancy. Me neither, but one time I got in there and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> was this... it like a secret? Like when you walked in, you're like, where did all this space come from? <laughs> Absolutely. Like not only all the space, but like buffet service, like a fancy bar with the high-end stuff. Like gloriously comfortable couches, newspapers, and overstuffed chairs. I was like, "What have they been hiding from me?" In money. Here? They've, yeah. they've been hiding money yeah. and exclusivity. And I've never been back. Yeah, no, I've been in one of those lounges. I don't know, a couple times, but it's it's tough. Man, I've never flown first class. Have you guys flown first class? I have. Best I've done is business. Uh, no, I have I have flown first class a couple it, times. Yeah, that's it seems nice. I, I I remember Bernsey saying a long time ago, and he's right. That's why you want all the money. That's why yes. right there because it is a very different kind of experience than being squished between strangers. Yeah, Mel and I went to for her birthday. We went to Miami, and I was like, listen, it was it was the day after the Silver Room block party, so we were out late, like a bunch of people. Had come down and hung out. Uh, Shayna, you know, Jason's little sister, Jay, um, Layla, like a bunch of people had come to Hyde Park to hang out with us. And we were out late, late, late. So I knew that we needed to be taken care of on the flight to down to Miami. And it was an experience. I was like, man, this is great. And I always fear because people be like, you're going to get a taste of that and then you're never going to go back to, to fly. And I'm like, no, I'll probably just go back. Because it'll be cheaper, and I don't mind uh, uh, filling out, getting in the A group at Southwest. Like, that's totally okay with me. But what did spoil me, first class didn't spoil me. Chartering with DePaul did. 
spoil me. Because at the end of the the let's see, was it Oliver Purnell? Yeah, at the end of the Oliver Purnell <laughs> OPP tenure, they started to fly commercially to games. And that's an experience. And we were on the Islanders plane one time. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like air travel can actually be like this. I literally drove up to the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a very different experience. Yes. Yeah. So great. Yeah, I've never flown on a private plane. It, it looks amazing. Although the private plane, it does scare me a little bit how small the planes are. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why I loved this experience. I don't know how comfortable I'd be on like a G5 or a G6. But when we're talking about, like, I'd probably get used to it. The, the size of a plane you would need to move a hockey team and hockey equipment. Right. Hell yeah. I'm down with this. Uh, I'm reminded of the first time I ever flew first class. And then maybe the only time I've ever, like, paid for it and been like, yes, I'm doing this for myself. I was uh, trapped in St. Louis on a Sunday night. Dear God. I know. And I had, couldn't, and my car had broken down. And I tried to rent a car. This sounds like the beginning of like a blues song. Dude, it, 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 I was trapped in St. Louis. My car broken down. It basically was. And I was hosting the next day. And it was the early days of the Danny Mac show when I was the the in the Danny Mac show. And Mac was out and filling in was Oak Park Vandy. So it was me and Vandy, right? <laughs> On a Monday. And I knew that I had to get back. I couldn't just, you know, call in for somebody else to host with Vandy. So I'm trapped on a Sunday night, and I tried to rent a car, and but I only had a debit card and not a credit card, so they wouldn't rent me a car. Oh, wow. That, that era of oh, time. Dude. <laughs> and, and it was like 11.30. On a, or like it, somehow it would become like 11.30 on a Sunday night. And so I booked a flight from St. Louis to Chicago. And the only thing they had was first-class tickets? No, I just realized that I I was going to need to sleep, so I chose first-class. Good man. Wow. And the flight was like 45 minutes long, Yeah. and I slept for 44 minutes (laughs) in first-class, got to the airport, took a taxi down here to NBC Tower at the time, showed up at 8.50, and me and Vandy did a three-hour radio show. From nine to noon. That works. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, when you got to do it, yeah, you got to do it. Got to do it. You got to do. Good I, sleep. Good well, sleep the, in the there in first play, class. It looks. I mean, you know, whenever international travel opens back up and pay pay down some of these house expenses and get to go back to Europe, maybe I'll use some points to upgrade because I, I feel like, that, like St. Louis to Chicago. No, I can hold can, my. Yeah, you can be anywhere on that plane. I can hold my breath for forty five minutes. Not if you hadn't slept and you got to drive a show in the next <laughs> yeah, morning. I understand. I understand. That's, that makes yeah. Uh, but <laughs> like right. you know, Chicago to Paris. Oh yeah. Like in first class, the bed and a couple of meals and some top shelf booze. Mm-hmm. It sounds amazing. They got those pods now. Where you Dude, can like hey, there's like a closet in your seats to hang up your clothes. There's some woman on TikTok who. Only only flies like highest end luxury flights and then reviews them. And I don't know what her racket is, I but that might be the racket. Oh, I, I guess that's it. But like, yeah, there's craziness what they have. The, like you're talking about these pods and like beds that turn into chairs. With and, flat screen TVs. Yes. Yeah, it seems amazing. It's outrageous. And I know not of this world. No, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either.
Sounds good, though. Yeah. Speegs, I'm sorry to uh, have broken the news to you earlier that your beloved spring training is officially yeah. delayed, delayed. But I knew that was coming. Though. But yeah. they say they're going to meet on Monday, and There's they're going to meet every urgency. day next week. Well, let's see. I mean, this is the week to do it. You know, so what are the odds that we're here next Friday and angry again? You know, that like this is the, if they have an opportunity to restoke the anger every few days or by next Friday, we might be like, all right, finally, we got a deal. I mean, this is this is your moment. It really is your moment in this next week to make a deal. Uh, but we'll see what happens. It's funny because we're talking to Blackjack McDowell today, which I'm very much looking forward to. It's going to be fun. And Three he, o'clock. And he obviously lived through the strike of 94 that turned into... Um, you know, more strike time, but it was kind of a lockout before spring training of 95. And the World Series that we were going to have. Oh, yeah. On and, the south side. And Frank's MVP year and Tony Gwynn was going to hit 400 and Matt Williams was going to break Roger Maris's record. Didn't and- Darren Jackson have like a crazy, like I want to say uh, DJ was hitting 300 when the strike happened. That White Sox team was outrageous. Was absolutely outrageous. I gotta look this up. I think that's right. And and the other team, the Expos, before they traded off everybody, that was the year for the Expos to to get to the World Series. But but the difference between that, you know, February and March for Blackjack and this one, like President Clinton stepped in and said, "You guys need to work this out." (laughs) They didn't, but he did step in. And then it was replacement players, man. It was scabs. And they were set to start the year with scabs on April 2nd. And the day before that was supposed to happen is when Sonia Sotomayor, um, the judge, stepped in and, and ended the strike. You know? But it's like, there's no scabs this time, right? Owners have learned from that. We're not going to see. There will not be It's not no. going to get to that point. No, like there's, there's, there's going to be baseball. And there's going to be baseball around when there was supposed to be baseball, if they even miss it. But I'm excited to talk to uh, Black Jack McDowell. He's guy has opinions on a lot of things. By the way, Darren Jackson, 104 games in 1994, 104 before the strike. Okay. Slash of 312, 362, 455. Wow. It was by far his best year. He was rolling in the majors. He's an eight seventeen OPS player that year. Wow. Yeah, DJ. DJ, look. Tell me. Tell me Frank's numbers at that point. I'm sure Frank's numbers were like. Let me look at it. Because what it was. It was August 11. I think is the last game that they played. Like this was the point in time where Frank Thomas was hitting everything. Yeah, where he was basically he was basically either Hank Greenberg, Jimmy Fox or right-handed Ted Williams. Uh, the at first that point. 7 years of Frank Thomas is so, so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. 113 games for Frank that year. <laughs> yeah. 113 games. <laughs> I know. Speaks. Yeah. 353. Yeah. 487. Jeez. That's 29. 729 slugging. <laughs> His OPS plus yeah. was 212. <laughs> OPS plus 100 is the average. Yeah. And so he's at 212. Right. So stupid. Now how about the counting stats? Where was he on the counting stats? On homers? 38 home runs, 101 <laughs> RBI on in August, 113 yeah. games. August 11. He also walked 109 times. That's how you get a 487 OBP. Yeah, and let, only let, struck out 61 times. <laughs> let the league in runs, walks, OBP, slug, OPS, OPS plus. Yeah. 
Goodness there you go. Gracious. That's pretty good. He was Ted Williams. <laughs> he was. That's pretty good. Like, oh, yeah, That's man. That's pretty good. Outrageous. But they learned from that. It's okay. Yeah. They really learned to put the fans <laughs> first and make sure that the product uh, also improved while, you know, never denying baseball. From His... <laughs> God, so he he had eight straight hundred RBI seasons, and one of the seasons was the hundred was one hundred and thirteen games. That is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, oh, it, was, yeah it was good. It was real yeah, good. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good baseball, baseball player. Baseball stuff. Yeah. My God, that ninety one season, Frank walked one hundred and thirty eight times. Yeah, he was he was good at baseball. Yeah, good at baseball. Good at hitting the baseball yeah. and a big man. I got a question for you guys. Um, I am only hip to this dude because of a viral dunk that is making its way around the Twitterverse. He's played a total of, I believe, five games for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, would you either change your name or yell at your parents a lot if you were the Brooklyn Nets, David Duke Jr. Yeah, I've, uh, there's been a lot of conversation about this guy when he was in college. Y- yeah, I... I didn't know about I, him. I, I'd love to know... Well, I guess I could look it up because it's probably on Wikipedia. I feel like you got to go with your middle name. I, <laughs> I, I think so. Right? You I got, mean... You got to go with your middle name. Yeah, but, it, but even if you go with the middle name, there still is identification. That's okay. That, that, that's all right, but publicly, yeah. As according to Wikipedia, he doesn't have one. Oh, that's trouble. Can so, I? I'd like to buy a middle name, please. Yeah. Um, I think his teammate Adolf Hitler Jr. <laughs> also should should do something about so, that. So his parents were born in Liberia, uh-huh. and he oh. is the son also of David Duke. Damn it! They pro- obviously so they Duke probably Jr. didn't know. What were they? Yeah, were they still in Liberia when he was born? I don't know the answer. Well, I don't you know. know. A, a lot of times with African names, mm-hmm. you might be you might have a name for the day of the week you were born. So that that would be another option. I don't know if that's something that happens in Liberia because of Liberia's history with really? the United States. But like my friend Afia, her name is Afia because she was born on a Friday. Oh wow, that's interesting. That is. He, so he, he says he was born in Providence, Rhode Island. Okay, and I think he went to Providence College. Yeah, I, I, I do believe. But yeah, I just I, I forgive me. I just kept imagining the team like Duke passes it off to Hitler, uh, throws it over to Idi Amin. You know, it's like that's a hell of a team they got there. Tough name, yeah. I mean, it's the Seinfeld episode, right? Joel Rifkin oh, right, 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 yeah. of the serial killer. He yes. gets announced over the loudspeaker to report to the office, and yeah, Lane backs away. Uh-huh. It's tough, man. I, but then there's the line from uh, Office Space. Why should I change my name? He's the one who sucks. Like, you, Michael yeah, Bolton? About, about Michael Bolton. Yeah, right. you might, might want to change your name, though, with that. Though. Right. I don't think David Duke's going to be like, all right, I'm ruined for all the other David Dukes out there. You know yeah. what I will say, though, for, for the announcers? You don't have to go full name. Duke. You, you could just say Duke. Yeah. Like, you don't have to go David Duke Jr. with a slam. Yeah. Just go Duke. David Duke Jr. really burns up on that one. Yeah. No, you don't want to do that. It's not good. Mm-hmm. It's a tough. It's tough. I, But I don't think you can be mad at your parents. 
in this spot. Oh, I think you can. Yeah, I think you can be mad. I think at your you folks can. They're born in Liberia. Like he, okay. you know, it's it, open a newspaper. It, it, it's a junior. <laughs> open a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> grab a grab a world book encyclopedia. I don't think this guy's can be mad at his parents, but well, I think I think he'd take it into his own hands and change his name yeah. if he wants. Uh, maybe he can't be mad at his parents. His dad was named David. His dad was just like He's named after his dad. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, that's that's. They didn't did come from Liberia, settle in Providence, and name him after the grand wizard yeah. like that that'd be really weird uh oh man that is a tough story though yeah. makes me think of jerry sandusky right the, the, the baltimore With ravens the G. yeah the, the, Ra- the, the ravens play by play guys yeah that is a the g is doing a lot of lifting it is there yeah maybe the junior is doing enough for david duke maybe i'm wrong i don't about know that. i don't know uh well, yeah, Lawrence, today we've got Blackjack McDowell at 3 o'clock and Dave wants that normally yesterday, but Dave's stance is uh, he's always available unless he's doing something. Uh, and yesterday he was doing something. So we moved, oh, so okay. we moved him to today. But that something was uh, he was playing in a pro-am for the Champions Tour event, which is down in Naples because Dave just lives the greatest life ever. He really does. Yeah. I'm so happy he's like a part of Chicago sports like culture again. You know, because there's a long time where people didn't didn't mess with Dave wants that. And he's anyone who's ever been around. He's just awesome. Mm -hmm. I have a question. Do you think in 20 years, if he wanted to, Matt Matt Nagy could come here and have a media presence? No, man, I think it's it's still going to be too hot. You think so? And the thing is that he's a super likable guy. Hey, man, it was ugly for Wani at the end. That's true. So I I had that thought at one point during the year. It's like, wow, add 20 years to Matt Nagy, and he might be Dave Wanstead. I I think that it would be more likely for Matt Nagy to have a career, if he wants to, to be more national or be Kansas City. I think that's where he could – he could do his work. I don't know, man. It's not that high, not that big a profile in KC when you're just the OC. He's got a 12 and four here. If he makes some jokes about a double doink, you know, it's possible. <laughs> He's doing a whole show. I, I can't. He's got a tight 10. I like this. idea. you know what? Let's make this. Yes. Matt Nagy is going to be a media superstar uh, 10 years from now in Chicago. Somebody's got to be. He hasn't been hired yet. So we'll see what he does. Like you know, like I think that like that the chapter's not yet written. Like he thinks he's gonna be a head coach again. I think right. that he should do a walkabout this year. I mean, yeah, I know. But, but would you have bet money on Lance Briggs and Olin Kruitz being our our Bears guys? I would not have bet money on Olin. I would have figured that Olin would have turned his back completely on doing this because he doesn't need to because he's got so many other things that he could do. Plus, he's raising a, a house full of kids. I would have never thought that he would be the person to step into that role, and he's been amazing yeah no for sure i I guess my point is like and it wasn't because like we knew that he knew if he wanted to do it he could do it it's just a matter i we could never see olin wanting to do it yeah i I guess my point is like some people like somebody somebody will end up being that person you know somebody will be that 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 mike ditka-esque uh former coach media presence which is now wani maybe it's alan robinson but you're saying there will be a coach. Um, yeah, you're saying that there will be someone who coached the Bears that in yeah. 20 years talks about what it was like to coach the Bears. Right. Matt Eberflus. <laughs> yeah, right. The Matt Eberflus show on the score. <laughs> See, and history will with, look back on them more fondly than they were re- talked about at the time. It's with Ruben Spiegel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's time for the Jason Bernstein show. <laughs>
<laughs> with Ben Rosen as the boss yep. uh, and Owen Parkins as the gambling analyst. <laughs> yeah. I think you guys have set it forward, man. Yeah, That's man. That's where we go. Yeah, Ruben yeah. will be doing uh, all the production music and yeah. all the voiceover stuff. I want. I don't want him anywhere near this industry. My, not oh. you, Ruben, you can do whatever he wants. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally I, heard that as, I don't want your kid anyway. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to use all of my power to keep Ruben out of the industry. Makes sense. Uh, but yeah, Lawrence, that's the show. Dave Wanstead, Blackjack McDowell, and uh, a lot of different, uh, you know, IO appreciation, DeRozan appreciation, All-Star Weekend in Cleveland. We got a lot to do today. Boys, have yourselves a great show. I'll see you on Monday. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.